Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great weekend. Well, for some of us, football-wise, at least. Of course, the Packers did lose. Notice that, but uh, the sting of that was already eliminated the previous evening when BYU beat Baylor 26-20 in double overtime. And they did it. I don't know if you know this, Keith. They did it without their top two receivers. Oh, wow. Both out for the game. Uh, The defense was great. Didn't let the game get away from them, which could have happened multiple times. They just kicked the door open to the Big 12. Just (laughs) awesome. Awesome I see you're ranked... uh, 12 in uh, AP and 14 in uh, coaches. Yeah. Uh, What's Nebraska ranked? A little below that, I think. Who'd they lose to this weekend? It was... You're not going to talk about it. You're not even going to talk about it. Your huh? audience didn't tune in to hear me talk about my sports obsessions. <laughs> oh, Georgia man. Southern. Uh, the, oh, yeah. The Georgia juggernaut Southern. that is and, and, and marched yeah. into Lincoln with their <laughs> the 642 yards of total offense. Oh, oh my gosh. Hmm? They gave up 642 yards of offense to Georgia Southern? Yeah. No wonder Scott Frost got fired. Sure did. Feel bad for him, though. I thought he was really going to turn the program around. You know, big-time star in did. Lincoln and mm-hmm. did so well at Central Florida. He was the... Didn't uh, he have the undefeated season? He was the quarterback that uh, last took Nebraska to a national championship. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's a hero there. Mm-hmm. Oof. It's kind of like Detmer at BYU. Didn't do well there as coach either. So he wasn't head coach, but... He but, was offensive coordinator. Texas fans, I don't know how you're making oh, it today after the 2019 loss to Alabama. That over multiple have been. times. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, just they got jobbed. The referees in man. Austin. In Austin. So that sucks. Yeah, we all saw the hold. We all saw mm-hmm. the face mask. Mm-hmm. We saw. We the all saw the sack in the end zone I mean, just, for a safety that wasn't. That was a royal screw job. Jeez. And and that that takes something for a Nebraska fan to, to stick up for Texas. That was yeah. horrible. Yeah, it was. It was. And I think so many of us want Alabama knocked down just a notch. Oh, yeah. And we're just sick and tired of it. Yes. We're just tired of Alabama, Alabama. Okay, I got it. You guys are good. You've had a nice run. Beat it! Yeah. <laughs> get out. You made your point. All right, we got we it. We get it. Your dynasty, right. now move along. Go create your own league. I it's, don't know. Something. Maybe something. join the NFL. Yeah. I, I don't know. Leave us alone you know, for a while. As big as an upset, which... If you've watched any Nebraska games lately, I don't know that it's really an upset to have Georgia Southern uh, beat Nebraska. The big upsets were Marshall beating Notre Dame. That was incredible. And Alcorn, In South Bend. Alcorn State beating Texas A&M. I mean, it's just madness. Great weekend. It wasn't football. Alcorn State. It was... I'm uh, at, uh, Appalachian State. Yeah, App State. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. I mean... Uh, that's what they do. No, uh, I got State it. Yeah. would have been. Yeah. that would have been even more fun. And that's what Appalachian State does, man. They did that to Michigan what 15 years ago. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know what's crazy is uh, Texas A&M has had just massively successful recruiting years. Like the last two or three years, they've been top five. I think every year in the talent they're bringing in to College Station, and then to mm-hmm. lose to App State. Mm-hmm. Not good. Mm-mm. Sheesh. Not good. Also, BYU's investigation into uh, the racial slur at the volleyball match. They concluded that BYU found no evidence that a racial slur occurred. And the truth is, that's backed up with 
proof. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have proof from all the video of the game. They interviewed Duke players. None of them heard it. None of whom heard it. Uh, although they stand by uh, their fellow player who claimed she heard it clearly. Um, they interviewed 50 fans in the arena that were around it. They reviewed all the video, all the audio from the game. They removed the broadcast oh, wow. noise so that they could hear just the crowd. Wow. Still heard nothing. Yet Duke seems to be sticking to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Her... The Duke, uh, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, they the, tweeted out, well, we support our athletes and blah, blah, blah. As they they we, won't admit it. As we stated earlier, we wouldn't... Oh, that was a BYU statement. Mm. The Duke statement... God dang it. I got to find that because uh, it's amazing. Uh, the 18 members of the Duke University volleyball team are exceptionally strong women who represent themselves, their families, and Duke University with the utmost integrity we unequivocally stand with and champion them, especially when their character is called into question. No, <laughs> what, what a pathetic slap in the face to a school that did everything they possibly could not to offend the Duke players or the exact player in question. Who claimed the Rachel Rach- Richardson? Who claimed the racial slur? They did everything they could. They bent over backward for her, and then they get slapped in the face like that. They weren't assailing her character. They were telling the truth. Look, we don't find evidence. You find it then. Show us. Prove it. But no, we're guilty uh, until proven innocent. Even after being proven innocent, which is pretty bad. Pretty stinking bad. Uh, you know, I was listening to uh, Jason Whitlock talk about this on Friday. He's been great covering this issue. Uh, but he mentioned he didn't um, he didn't have a lot of expertise on BYU, which I sort of do, having been a lifelong fan. Uh, siblings have gone to BYU. Uh, children of mine have gone to BYU. Whitlock said he dated a Mormon girl 20 years ago. I actually married one, so. Uh, And he said one of his friends is Mormon. I, too, have Mormon friends. But he did say when it came to Mormonism, he had issues, one of which was John Smith. Oh. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's not right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I don't know who John Smith is. No, no, no. Uh, So I might have issues with him, too. I don't know. Yeah. But um, (laughs) we're talking about Joseph Smith. That's a a little bit different situation. But uh, anyway... Whitlock has been great on this and has talked about it from the very beginning and really looked into it. And, you know, when you look into it objectively, it's hard not to say, well, they were mischaracterized. And uh, everybody started yelling and screaming at him before any of the evidence was ever presented. And again, it can't be overstated. Duke University should know better than anyone. Thank you. Yes. After the Duke lacrosse bullcrap. After being so wrongly accused in the Duke lacrosse situation and beaten over the head for years, even decades afterwards, uh, you know, by by those who were trying to profit from it, and then they do this. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. And in fact, even after all the investigation, 
uh, news came out, even after there was no evidence of any wrongdoing on the part of the fans at BYU for that volleyball match, um, they they still stick to the fact that uh, they were wronged somehow. <laughs> Wow. I mean, unbelievable. Oh, one more housekeeping note on sports. Uh, more on trivia. 1-0. The Buccaneers defeated the Cowboys last night. So Was it 19-3? to It was. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's off to a good start as well. Yeah, this week. Uh, nice. Nice. Friday, we're going to have the Dolphins and the Ravens. Both 1-0, and respectively. Hmm. Dolphins, Ravens. All right. Uh. Triple I was reading something about the Dolphins tampering with uh, Tom Brady while oh, yeah. he was under tr- contract to the Bucks. Yeah, they wanted him to be their quarterback this year. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Brady apparently, I mean, from what I'm reading, he's having some real issues with uh, mm-hmm. with Giselle. Oh, but real quick, overplaying yeah. uh, another season. Yeah, Miami. I think lost a first round pick over some of the stuff. Oh, that's right. Uh, In fact, I think they lost two. There's some thoughts that maybe they yeah. were trying to tank games. Mm. But yeah, Jeez. Uh, as for Brady, um, I don't know. Giselle tweeted out that she's rooting for Tom and the Buccaneers yesterday. I think everything's oh, did she? fixed now. Oh, okay, good. Sounds perfect. That's good. You're tweeting I, out. Stuff. I was troubled by that. Mm-hmm. I woke up uh, over the weekend a couple of times worried about Tom and Giselle. Yeah. Didn't you? I mean, what do you, you don't care? Well, I'd have to sleep in right. order to. <laughs> oh, okay. No sleeping? To, to have trouble. Uh-huh. All uh-huh. right. Nightmares. Uh, and of course, uh, as we approached the anniversary of 9-11, which was yesterday, 21 years, if you can believe it, 21 years, uh, Joe Biden tweeted out uh, this Saturday night, MAGA forces are determined <laughs> to take this country backwards. Stop. To an America where there's no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, <laughs> no right to marry who you love. That's awesome. But together, we can choose a different path forward. He's the great uniter, bringing us together. Isn't he, though? Eve of 9-11. And it should be <laughs> mandatory that if you're going to separate America in this way, at least tell us who or where you're getting this. That uh, they're trying to take away your right to privacy and conception, uh, to marry. Nobody's talking about that. You know, the one person who's talking about it is not Republican. He's a Supreme Court justice. He can't change this thing. Uh, It's Clarence Thomas. And, you know, there's a long way to go before he could have any say at all in your right to who you can love. Besides, he wouldn't decide who you can love, just who you would marry. And he was just talking about things that are certain states' rights issues. Right. That's all. He wasn't saying eliminate them. Just like the abortion thing, it would go back to the states. Just wouldn't be a federal issue. The misleading, the lies. They're just flat out ugly lies. Dividing the country over and over and over and over again. Senile old man. It just (laughs) pisses me off so much. (laughs) And yesterday, uh, he spoke, well, sort of, uh, struggled a little bit with his words. Oh, really? Speaking this guy on 9 11. Yeah, it's no. hard to believe. Hard to believe, but here's the proof. The passengers on board Flight 93 understood that they were living the open. Okay, there you go. They were living the open. They were living the open. There we go. There it is. There it is again. He just can't get through things. He can't. 
up the medication, I would say, at the White House. If you're listening at the White House, you might want to up the milligrams. I was about to say, how many milligrams do you think that cat's on right now? 18, 19,000, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. A day. A day. A day. 18, 19,000 a day. Maybe it should be 20, 21,000 milligrams. It's just, it's sad, man. Oh, my gosh. Stop. It's way beyond sad. Mm-hmm. And here was his 9-11 message to America. Ooh. Not enough to stand up for democracy once a year or every now and then. Democracy. It's something we have to do every single day. Mm-hmm. So this is a day not only to remember, okay. but a day of renewal and resolve mm-hmm. for each and every American. And our devotion to this country, to the principles it embodies, to our democracy. That's two. We don't have a democracy. That oh. is who we owe those <sighs> remember today. Oh, jeez. That and, is what we owe one another. And that is what we owe future generations of Americans to come. So bad. I have no doubt we will do this. Hello? We will meet we this meet. significant responsibility. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll secure Uh-oh. our democracy together oh, three. Mm-hmm. as one America, the United uh-huh. States of America. Yeah. Oh, he's doing a good job of That's that. That is just, uh, I mean, what can you say about it that we haven't already said? You don't feel more united when he speaks? Mm, not necessarily, no. Wow, so partisan over there. Is it already cold enough in D.C. for a coat like that? Yeah, it was rainy and nasty yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, it's great. Well, I mean, the of course it was temperature beautiful dropped here, here. Yeah, to about, what? 64? In the morning. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like 81 yesterday afternoon. Which is pretty nice. It just, I mean, this is unusually nice weather. That global warming. Global warming, which is cooling it off. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, it gets so hot. It gets so hot. That it spins all the way back around to cold. Uh, That's how thermometers work? moderate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? You must have a digital mm-hmm. thermometer. Mine Something. just goes up and down. Really? Yeah. Weird. Huh. Uh, Kamala Harris also spoke yesterday. Here's uh, what she had to say. And a little comparison. Not good. Fellow Americans, good morning. Uh Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly Mm -hmm. remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, Mm. but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, mm. 1941. Uh-huh. Right. September 11th, 2001. Oh, my gosh. Don't and do January it. 6th, Don't. Oh, 2021. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, so that I, I mislabeled that. That was actually from January 6th anniversary, but we had to put that in there since, you know, she invoked yeah. 9-11 in comparison. 9-11, Pearl Harbor. With January. And January 6th, they, where some windows were broken? They okay. are going to oh, ride this thing forever. Forever, yeah. Which is why it was such a bad event. Which is why it was so absolutely ridiculous to do what people did that day. Because look what they've done with it. Ah, <laughs> oh, so. Just remember that context of this administration yeah. has no problem comparing January 6th with 9-11 in Pearl Harbor. God. And that sets up uh, the discussion that she had with Chuck Todd yesterday on the Sunday morning show.
I mean, let's say that uh, that all happened as they outlined it. Five people died. That still doesn't compare in any way to 9-11 or Pearl Harbor. Come on. So asinine. So she sat down with Chuck Todd, uh, who asked her about the threats America faces today. Look, we're at the 21st um, marking, if you will, of the September 11th attacks. This was a foreign terrorist attacking our democracy, attacking this country. We're not a democracy. We're now as a nation battling a threat from within. Is the threat really what was the threat right. greater than what we faced? Pause it for a second. Look at how they've just you accepted like that? that premise. You like that? And that threat is from within. What? No, the premise they just Who expect are you, you to talking accept it. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Republicans, right? You're talking about Trump supporting Republicans. Ultra MAGA. Yeah, and by the way, let's My talk about threats. Let's gosh. talk about the 50 people that uh, are wow. having their homes raided because they support Trump right now, the FBI, uh, going around the country. Uh, let's, yeah. let's talk about the Gestapo tactics and the biggest threat inside this country, Chuck. Jeez. And they continue to completely ignore Antifa, uh, Black Lives Matter, anybody else who was responsible for a six-month attack on this country, on cities and towns all across the country. In almost every city in this country, for six months, we faced riots, uh, businesses being burned to the ground, boycotts, people laying down in the freeway and stopping traffic and you couldn't go anywhere or do anything. Unbelievable. All right, let's start from the beginning on this Chuck Todd (laughs) thing, see if it's possible to get through it. Look, we're at the 21st um, marking, if you will, of the September 11th attacks. Yeah. This was a foreign terrorist attacking our democracy, yeah. attacking this country. Yeah. We're yeah. now, as a nation, yeah. battling a threat from within. Is the threat Are we? Really? equal or God. greater than what we faced after 9-11? That's an interesting question. Um, sure is. I have held who the hell are you talking many about? elected offices as district attorney, attorney general, mm-hmm. senator, now vice president and there's an oath that we always take oh here we go which is to defend and uphold our constitution right right against all enemies foreign Foreign and and domestic domestic, right we don't compare the two in the oath Uh but we know they both can exist and we must defend against it wow yeah you kidding me (laughs) she's on the watch man wow oh agonizing Oh, we're just now getting started on the agonizing Kamala clips. Yeah, there's more coming up here in a second. (laughs) First, if you want to know what the left, uh, what their real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in Texas. Left is losing their minds over it. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and they're winning. And it is driving the left out of their minds. (laughs) Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use the the multiple major networks, um, cell phone towers. Plus... You're supporting conservative values with every call. Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code PAT. It's patriotmobile.com slash pat 
or call 972-PATRIOT. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. So Chucky with his new butch cut there. Oh, I missed that. Uh, kind of interesting. You didn't notice a haircut? Wow, oh, he's know. shaved it pretty much down to the nubs. Oh. Uh, and uh, Kamala continued their incredible conversation. When I think about what we have been seeing in terms of the attacks from within, <laughs> I wish that we would approach it the same way mm-hmm. um, as Americans. Wait. Yeah. Um, what, carp- instead of carpet bomb some partisan lens. <laughs> Republican cities? You know, I was... Obviously, it sounds like you think this threat is as great. It's a I different think it threat, is but it is as threat, great. As and I think it is very dangerous, uh-huh. and I think it is very harmful, and it uh-huh. makes us uh-huh. weaker. Oh. oh, wow, you're really concerned, aren't you? Tell a lie often enough. Yep. And, man, do they play that game well. Mm. They just over and over and over name... Other than J6, any violent attack from the right. I can't think of another one. We can't let them get away with this. We can't. Cannot let them keep saying it over and over and over because it just is becoming truth. Now we face this threat from within. Which one is worse? Oh my gosh, the threat from within, of course. Yeah, we do face a threat from within. It's called the Democrat Party and their extreme policies that are trying to convince you that we live in a democracy, which we do not. But they use that all the time because that's their little code word. They know that democratic socialism wouldn't fly quite yet with most Americans. Although, I mean, that's becoming more prevalent too. A lot of people just dropping the mask completely and just saying it. Yeah, we should be socialists. We had a, a, a primary winner in New York, I believe it was, who said, my victory tonight in the primary proves socialism can win. That's right. So when they're honest, they just let their guard down and say it because they're proud of it. Yeah, that was the uh, Democrat nominee for mayor in Buffalo, I believe. And then okay. she ended up losing, thankfully. in the Oh, good. Yeah, pretty sure. Jeez. I'm pretty sure that's how that played out. I hope so. So they already had that election, huh? If 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 you're t- who knows, you may be talking about a completely different it's Democrat possible. admitting they're socialist. Yeah, I'm just remembering that one because <laughs> it does happen quite a bit now. So let's see. Uh, anyway, Buffalo, y'all can help me on Twitter, but uh, I think I think she ended up losing. I think it was maybe two Democrats because mm. you're never going to get a Republican running a big city ever again. Probably not. I mean, there's too much of a machine ingrained mentality in those towns. So, yep. Anyway, but it wasn't the socialist, at least. At least the one that was not admitting they're socialist. Mm. Um. So, you know, the January 6th thing, uh, they just continue to make that uh, all about the violence of the right. Yep. It was an insurrection, it's a threat on democracy. Uh, they would have overturned the election, none of which is true. None of which is true. Had they succeeded in what they were trying to do, it still wouldn't have installed Donald Trump as president. I know. I mean, there was no path. 
nope. to changing anything. Thank you. None. It was impossible to do. They want this so badly to be what they say they don't want it to be. Yeah, exactly. They want it, they want it to be an insurrection, and they, pre- they prevented that insurrection, which they didn't. I mean, the cops, if you're talking about the cops, they just let people in. They held the door open for them in many cases. Some of the cops were assailed, hit over the head with some poles. Uh, None of them were killed. You know, we've talked about this a million times. Brian Sicknick died of two strokes the next morning, I believe it was. Uh, Several other police officers committed suicide months, weeks or months later. Well, you're attributing that to J6? I don't know how you could do that. Ah, It's unbelievable. So, uh, here's the an aunt, aunt of a January 6th defendant speaking out. These defendants are really in trouble because the left is just trying to persecute them. The left is just trying to make examples of them and give them really stiff uh, penalties and jail sentences. Nine, it's something like 910 of them have been charged now. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, but here's what the aunt of, of one of these guys had to say. Well, my nephew, Matthew Perna, went into the Capitol on January 6th with a cell phone and a flag. He was later um, on the FBI website for um, wanted. So he turned himself in. He was arrested and charged with the felony of obstruction of Congress. The months that followed were mental torture for Matt. It was a constant array of postponements, delays, and cancellations of hearings. They refused to drop the felony charge, even though my nephew did not commit any acts of violence. He had never had any previous charges. He peacefully turned himself in, but they were still out for blood. And they were threatening, even though he should only have seen about a six-month sentence, they were threatening at the last minute to pull out a sentencing enhancement at his hearing, which would have increased his sentence to six years. That was to be on March the 3rd. On February 25th, my nephew Matthew, at 37 years old, hung himself in his garage. Oh my gosh. Jeez. That's what they're doing to Americans, this, this administration. So I guess we add that to the toll from Ashley Babbitt, the other woman who was trampled, uh, I guess, and now this guy. Since they're mm-hmm. chalking up all the suicides of police to January 6th, I guess here's another one they killed. Wow, that is really tragic. So sad. Yeah, and you're right about the 900. 900 or so. Um, Crazy. J6 defendants. I wonder how many defendants we have from the summer of 2020. Um, Nationwide riots and violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, none. I don't think we have any, do we? Hmm. Have there been any? When they had to, uh, you know, they had to send President Trump into the bunker. Do you remember that? Mm. Yeah, there was and a violent that, crowd out front of the White House. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think we have video from that uh, that time in June of 2020, what that looked like. There you go. There you go. Are you kidding me? I wonder how many of those people wow. being violent at the White House in June of 2020. wonder how many of those people are behind Throwing bars. Throwing crap at police. Languishing oh. right now. 
assailing the uh, mm-hmm. the barriers. I'm there. sure they're serving time somewhere right now. We just aren't privy to that. Wow, I had forgotten it looked yeah. like that. And no, there were no Democrats that that mm. were encouraging that at the time, were there? Uh, certainly, there aren't any like quotes uh, from that era where they were encouraging uh, that kind of violent behavior at our nation's well, institutions. Well, you know, you're right. Other than, well, there's a couple. Yeah, um, couple. Kamala Harris. Never heard of her. Protesters should not let up, was oh. her quote. That's her quote. Uh, Ayanna Presley. There needs to be unrest in the streets. Hmm. Feels like encouragement of okay. that behavior. Uh, Maxine Waters, if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gas station, you get out and create a crowd and you push back on them. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, have you heard that name before? Mm-mm. I just don't know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Hmm. Maybe there will be. Hmm. That seems like encouragement. Wow. Hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> well. I don't know what ever happened to any of those people you quoted. I'm sure Please, they all... Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite <laughs> yeah. and peaceful. And peaceful. Show me where it says that. That is something else, isn't oh. it? Well, it says it in the Constitution of the United States of America, talking about... Oh, this whole uh, thing? Talk, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. I should probably flip through it every now and yeah, then. Yeah, we should look into it and see if there's anything at all <laughs> about... Yeah, I don't know. ...about a peaceful gathering of people. Huh. Because I'm sure not. Sure not. <sighs> that is crazy. Yep. Uh, You're being set up, y'all. Big time. Big time. Uh, all right. 888-900-3393. More coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some points here. Uh, Jeffy's hand map tweets, At this point, BYU should sue Duke for defamation of character. Duke has very deep pockets. I like it. Yeah, they won't. Fight fire with fire, man. they should. Uh, Extra White tweets, Biden really is a grumpy old man screaming at the wind. This Steve 42. I'm waiting for Biden to blame MAGA Republicans for 9-11. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, (laughs) Bad Engineer tweets, the threat from the inside are people who want to fundamentally change this country and throw away the Constitution. True. Yep. Nicole Archer, the real threat to the average American citizen was creating a bail fund that helped violent criminals get out of jail. Yeah, we've seen that backfire multiple times. Uh, Guido25, if you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. It's crazy how the people who accuse the right of being fascists Use fascist propaganda techniques. Yeah, don't they, though? Yeah, don't they? They sure do. Over and over and over again. Uh, at the box office over the weekend, we talked about Barbarian on Friday. Man, what a great movie that must be. Mm-hmm. Number one. <clears throat> wow, so... $10 million. Ranked in $10 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. That's actually pretty pretty good considering last week... Uh, on the three-day weekend, the number one movie was 6.5 or something. Mm. Uh, DC League of Super Pets. Oh. <laughs> number two movie in the land. Yeah. That brought in 4.4 million. No, that brought in, uh, I'm sorry, that's uh, less than that. It's, uh, it's up to 85 million since it came out a few weeks ago. Okay. DC Super 
pets. So let's see. It made 500000 on Friday, 1.3 Saturday, and $1 million yesterday. So let's... 2.8. Wow. Keith Math, 2.8. Brahmastra, Brahmastra, part one, Shiva. This is a Disney movie, I guess. <clears throat> okay. Huh. Uh, that brought in a whopping $4.4 4 uh, We had Top Gun, which is still... You know, hanging oh, yeah. in there. What did it do? Number four, uh, eight forty-five Friday, one point four on Saturday, and eight hundred and seventy thousand yesterday. So about three million. Yeah, maybe Keep ish, give or take. But all told, seven hundred five million, which I think is the biggest selling movie of all time, right? Oh wow! I mean, at least in North America. Wow. And not adjusted, uh, not adjusted for inflation. Mm-hmm. Uh, bullet train. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, two and a half, three million, something like that. 92 million, 92.5 since it came out. That's the top five. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are not shaping up well at the box office right now. So J.K. Simmons is in Bullet Train, is that right? And uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Michael Keaton? Is he? Well, Michael Keaton's in Bullet Train? I don't know. I'm just quickly. Uh, I don't think so. In this. Hang on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Really? Hell, I don't know. Hmm, I don't know. I just work here. I haven't been uh, to a movie in a while, so. As far as the COVID numbers, really, they, I mean, they continue to drop. Let's see, 66,501, as of yesterday, is the average daily total of infections. 66,500. So, uh, way down from our peak a few, um, maybe a couple of months ago, which was about 128,000. Last year at this time, it was 146,790. And the average death per day, 395. Last year at this time, 1,666. So again, uh, the COVID thing is really pretty, pretty well under control. Really getting tired of the people who are insisting on wearing maps, like, or masks. When you, when you go to a a doctor's office. That's about the last vestige of it around Texas, I think. Uh, and they insist on you wearing a mask mm. so you can be visited by your doctor so you can get a, a checkup or whatever the case may be. Irritating. Mm. And and they should know best of all, frankly. Mm. Because they're medical professionals. They know those masks don't work. Mm-hmm. So that's just to placate probably some of their patients who think that they're going to get infected from somebody if they see them not wearing a mask yeah. in the office. And to your point about you know how dumb people look in the mask, I mean, you actually, believe it or not, look dumber now in a mask than you did two years ago. Oh, I think so, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, by far. Go to an airport. It's a sea of mask wearers. Oh, man. Still? Oh, big time. Big time. Yeah, and like I said, just watch where they're getting off the plane. Then you're like, oh, got it. L.A. flight. Mm-hmm. Fr- flight from New York. Oh, okay, they're coming in from Chicago. I mean, that's your right. If you want to wear a mask, right. that is your Go right. Ahead. But it's my right to say you look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in Las Vegas, a Democrat lost his uh, primary in part because of the investigative reporting of a local newspaper writer who was then murdered sure they're not connected at all by that person oh yeah allegedly the democrat uh is is now charged with the murder of the journalist so this guy was doing an 
expose on this on this uh, politician. And then he goes home one night, and somebody's waiting for him in the shadows and steps out and stabs him to death. Broad daylight, yeah. Jeez. And so, yeah, so then they have this press conference. Yeah, it was like 10.30 in the morning On or Friday, yeah. And some journalist asked the stupidest freaking question. This is Trying to pin this all on Donald Trump. I can't with this stuff. Watch this. Ugh. Probably not the appropriate time to talk politics. So why are we talking politics yeah. then? Mm, good. Former president of violence against journalists. Oh my god. Uh, no, I think this property violence yeah, against journalists you to speculate on that or opine on that. Um, I think it's uh my gosh. It needs so to be stated and noted that it is troublesome because it is a journalist and, and we mm. expect journalism Ooh. to be open and transparent and a watchdog for government. Mm-hmm. And when people take it upon themselves to create harm associated with that profession, I think it's very important that we put all eyes on and address the case appropriately, okay. yeah. such as we did in this case. Okay, but Donald So Trump. you're alleging that this Democrat was so influenced yes. by Donald Trump saying he didn't like reporters that he went out and killed a reporter. I think you got it right. So he yeah. controls the MAGA Republicans and he controls the extremist Democrats at yeah. the same time through his, I don't know, uh, mind control powers? No wonder they're scared of this guy. He can control minds of right. the other party. Yeah, they've got to make sure he can't win again because he's controlling everybody with his mind. It's incredible. What an asinine question. <laughs> How dumb do you have to be to ask it? That is crazy. But Donald Trump. And to preface it by, I know this isn't <laughs> the appropriate time for politics, but I'm going to talk politics anyway. Bizarre. You even knew I, it was a stupid question. God, what is the matter with you? Powered ahead. She needs to get checked. Seriously, somebody check her out. That's <sighs> Something's wrong with her. Something's terribly, terribly yeah, wrong. Yeah, it's... Uh, Trump derangement syndrome. It affects uh, exactly. a lot of people. Sure does. Uh, very, very heavy um, uh, outbreak of that in the field of journalism Oof. as on display there. It affects wow. um, professors and teachers of higher learning. Yeah. A lot of politicians get that uh, <clears throat> TDS. Yep. Yep. And she exhibited it there. Uh, it's in its extreme form, too. That's like a uh, really, really vicious variant <laughs> of Trump derangement syndrome. They so, go out of their way, man. Ah, it's just ridiculous. All right, let me tell you about um let me tell you about Bilt Bar. Uh if you like to have a good snack throughout the day, you know, you get hungry at work and you can't leave work, um so you're going to snack, but you don't want to put on the pounds doing it. Bilt Bar is here to save the day. They've got so many flavors. There's something for absolutely everybody. When you talk about Bilt Bar, uh, and the fans that they've created are really passionate about their flavors. You've got the amazing flavors like coconut, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, which I love, cookies and cream, a lot more. And don't forget about the puffs, too. They are fantastic. And if you can't pick a flavor right off the bat, you can just get a mixed box where you'll get, you know, you can get two of each of their nine regular flavors. Built Bars have up to 18 grams of protein, 180 calories or less, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, just 4 to 5 net carbs. But you wouldn't know it by tasting them. They taste like a candy bar. They're amazing. Take care of your sweet tooth. Still be healthy. 
Go to built.com, B-U-I-L-T.com, built.com. Use the promo code PAT15 to save 15% off your first order. Promo code PAT15 for 15% off at built.com. King Charles II. Boy, he is sliding into that role beautifully, right? Oh, just Seamless. like he's had it forever. It's just like he's always been there. Mm. And, I mean, watch this beautiful transition. Okay. Seamless. Get this out of my way. Get get it get it out. Get it out. There's a piece of dust. Okay, look at that. He just wants that stuff out of the way, man. He's the king now. You can tell he's just a jerky old guy. Totally. Oh, you just haven't seen idiot. nothing yet, man. Uh, watch this. Apparently the pen, the pens weren't moved. Yeah, so they moved far them enough. after he does his little yeah. get those out. Uh-huh. Yeah, they didn't move them over far enough. Watch this. Oh my! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, he is wow! Like, right? Why? Like an angry facial expression. An angry monkey is what he looked like. That's like a that's like Joe Biden on a bad day. Get these pens out of here! Yeah. <laughs> Do that again. Look at this, man. Just an angry, Watch. Watch this. bitter, gross human. Get these pens out of here! <laughs> that's great. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's going to be fun for uh-huh. Britain, I think. I think that's going to be a nice transition. This guy could destroy the monarchy. Nobody else has been able to do it. Even though we're we're doing make believe, uh, doesn't matter. They they still continue it for some reason. They love it, mm-hmm. and they can't get enough of it. They, it. Even though the monarchy has been replaced by a parliamentary parliamentary government, yeah, it doesn't matter. They keep the monarchy going. Yeah, and and Charles has the same worldview as Klaus Schwab. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The new prime minister is a yeah. WEF uh, uh, disciple. Not only that, but he's a climate change freak. Right, right. So, I mean, Britain? Good luck. Oh, gosh. Good luck. Mm-hmm. And speaking of being a climate change freak, mm. uh, this story is something else. How rising sea levels could create zombie towns around the U.S. Oh, no, I don't want a zombie town. No, you don't. Mm-mm. No, you do not. Oh, man. Americans are uh, flocking to the coasts faster than ever before and with much of the nation's priciest properties already concentrated near shorelines. This puts more people in buildings at risk from the kind of extreme storms and flooding linked to climate change. But for many communities across the U.S., the toll likely uh, is going to go far beyond physical damage. Rising sea levels could have a knock-on effect making certain areas unlivable long before they're uninhabitable, <laughs> effectively creating zombie towns. <laughs> mm. That's according to a new analysis from nonprofit environmental group Climate Central. I am constantly amazed how they just come up with new phrases and spooky ways to scare us into following along with their agendas. The fear-mongering never ends with these people. Mm-hmm. As the water rises... Up to 650,000 properties over a land area equivalent to two New Jerseys will likely be at least partly underwater in 30 years' time, Don Bain, senior advisor to Climate Central, told reporters in a presentation. uh, About 30 counties 
across the nation mm. are projected to lose more than one-tenth of their usable land, <clears throat> while about 100 counties will lose at least 2% of their land. Mm. That'll make some places uninhabitable and others financially undesirable. <laughs> Listen to this. Okay. It'll lower the property values and reduce their tax base. Oh, shut up. That's a huge problem for communities. Property values and the attendant taxes are a critical source of revenue for schools. Uh-huh. Fire protection and other key municipal services. When real estate values fall listen to this that could lead to lower tax revenues and <laughs> reduced public services a potential downward spiral of dis- disinvestment and population decline reduced tax base and public services and so on yeah yeah i oh, know this is they try so hard i can't believe they didn't use and so forth because mm-hmm. the it's not really complete unless you use so and on. so on and so forth i agree i agree Louisiana is the nation's most vulnerable state and is projected to lose more than 8% of its landmass by <laughs> mid-century. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you hear that? Red yeah, state right. Louisiana. 8%. You better get on board with no our away. climate change policies or else you're going to be underwater. And that's followed by Florida, of course, mm. which is set to lose 1.8% of its landmass. North Carolina, one3 Texas, 0.2%. While Climate Central looked only at sea levels, other research found that inland areas and those close to rivers also face greater flood risk in coming mm. decades. Well, yeah, the water's going to raise, isn't it 20 feet in just a short time here? Yeah. We're going to, I mean, when it raises 20 feet, and that's just right out there on the horizon, yeah. uh, it's going to be catastrophic. We'll be swimming to work on Tuesday. And you're going to see fish yeah. swimming through the streets yeah. on a sunny day. Yeah, and I don't mean tomorrow, Tuesday. Don't be ridiculous. You've got until next Tuesday. Yeah. So a full eight days oh, before really? we're swimming to work. I didn't want to be an alarmist there. Dang. Yeah. And, of course, because uh, we lost our other machine here, our other 360, oh. the Al Gore fish statement is gone. I'm sorry. I can make you feel better, Dang though. It. A little bit. Okay. We have a clip. We don't have time for it here. But you always love it when the far-left media is expecting one thing, and then they get another. So um, we mm-hmm. have at, uh, there was a guest that was joining the American version of RT, mm-hmm. and they fully expected him to go full bore on the climate change agenda of the left. Mm. He gave them nothing. Really? It is so yummy, and you will enjoy that coming up <laughs> I, here. After I the like break. yummy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's you know? good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. It's good. It's as, as, as Pat Gray might say, it's good eating. So uh, it's not anybody we've heard of before? It's I've never like heard of this guy. Michael Schellenberger, nobody like that. I don't know who he is, but I want to be his friend. All right. Did they introduce him as like a climate change zombie? One of the... Something like that. Like fear mongers. Because when he starts going off a script from what yeah. they're expecting, the, the, the anchor is just like, no, wait a minute now. Don't you mean... Uh, you'll like it. All right. It's fun stuff. Coming up. We will get to that coming up here on Pat Gray Unleashed. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed. And he's on the blades. A few tweets here. Uh, Gender McGenderface tweets... Want to destroy Gavin Newsom in one question? Wait till he has a press conference and then ask him where his in-laws moved to. Uh-oh. I'll give you a hint. States abbreviated with an F and an L. Huh. I don't know. F and an L. 
Mm. Fluoride? Is it fluoride? Is there a is state? that a state? Is there a state of fluoride? I don't. I mean, hmm. I don't. I just. <laughs> I have to look this up, man. That's great. Uh, throw me a curveball here early. Sarah the Roma. When I lived in Ohio, I got a job at a doctor's office. They flat out told me they only wore masks because patients were still paranoid. I yeah, I know. I, I love it. Knew it. Yes. TV Nicole sixty seven. Uh, I live in New Jersey, and I still see people driving alone in a car. Still wearing masks. I know, bless our hearts. You're entitled to do that in your own car. Go ahead. But it's dumb. It is dumb. Toothpaste Words tweets, so GW has a weather machine that controls hurricanes, and Trump has mind control. Why are the Democrats in control if Republicans have this much power? Well, that just shows you how bad Republicans are when they have power. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. They control the weather and how you think, and they're still not in office? Uh, Come boy. on. Uh, golly. <laughs> Uh, all right, you know, uh, just one more comment on this, on this Duke situation. Oh yeah, yeah, because BYU concluded their investigation late last week, Friday, mm-hmm. and it was it came out after the show was over. Um, but they concluded there was no evidence to show that there was any sort of racial slur. I mean, they went through everything. They did everything they possibly could to find some infraction, some racial slur. It just didn't exist. What are they supposed to do? Make it up and say, okay, you got us. Uh, yeah, we we heard it. Somebody said, hey. Right there. What, what, is that what they're supposed to do? Just add it to the audio? Maybe that's what they could have done. <laughs> Maybe just add it in post and, uh, <laughs> and say, yeah, we finally found it. Jeez, we're really <laughs> pissed now. We got, but we, in fact, we killed the fan. Because then you could say that because you just made it up anyway. Oh, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. This fictitious fan yelled that's... this fictitious slur, and we killed him. Oh, that's we good. We killed him dead. Yeah. <laughs> they and deserved they it. Get off our back. Right. I. Um... So they found nothing, mm-hmm. and they said they found nothing. So now Duke is making it like BYU is assailing her character. What are you supposed to say if it didn't happen? What are you supposed to say? Uh, I, we, it, it didn't happen, but it's still our fault because mm-hmm. something yeah, was inside of her head and <laughs> we must've put it there. One of the more memorable comments on Twitter <sighs> during this whole thing was from somebody who says, uh, was the Colorado Rockies mascot there? <laughs> Remember that? Yes. <laughs> yes. Cause his name is close to it's digger. Dig, right. <laughs> And then, and you know, the Rockies were like, we're finding this person. We're kicking him out. Oh, oh, he was yelling at the mascot. mascot. Mm -hmm. And you know why? Because people just generally don't do that. Right. They just don't yell racial slurs in the middle of events. And then the other half, uh, uh, yes, that's exactly right. But there's half of American society that just looks for an excuse to be offended. Right. Oh, make me a victim. I got to figure out something here. Right. (laughs) And so I guess it's expected in our society now that even though BYU found nothing, they should have admitted to something. Something, yeah. And you can't call somebody a liar. Well, why not? If she's lying and there's and we just proved our innocence, which shouldn't have to happen, she should prove that we did something to her. It, the burden of proof is not on the accused. By all that is holy, when will we get back to American values? So... Should they have admitted to something they didn't do? Is that what you want them to do? And if somebody lied, why can't you call them a liar? I'm sorry you lied. What does that make you? A liar! 
unless you're insane and you're hearing voices in your head. I don't know. You, you're either insane <laughs> or you're a liar. Which is it? I don't know. Well, we I don't know. You know. She goes to college, and we saw what was the majority of college students now have some sort of mental illness. Right. So I'm going to play those. That's up. true. Mm-hmm. It might be that. <laughs> it might be that she was trying to cause trouble. For mm-hmm. people. I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Well, remember, with her. she played poorly, and she needed an excuse. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, her, her aunt or whoever her... Uh, Godmother mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah, I'm running mm-hmm. for office. Let me give this a whirl." Which, by <laughs> the way, I have been I've been checking to see if um, if she's on the ballot. Uh, you know, like where, like oh, if there's yeah. anybody that I know that lives. Come on, Tarrant County, where are your sample ballots? They haven't they haven't made them available yet. I want to see where this wow judgeship that she's running for yeah, is it's get, uh, getting kind of late. That should be available. Mm-hmm. Come on, mm-hmm. <sighs> I'll. I don't know, it's, but it's it's agonizing to me. It's in a society now where you just have to accept that you're guilty if somebody accuses you of something. Can we stop with that? Maybe we could put the burden of proof back on the accused, the accuser. Whoever whoever is accusing you of something, let them prove it. I don't have to prove my innocence. That that's not the way things work. Right. Right. Man. Okay, but you want to feel good, right? You want, I do. You want to feel good video. I do want to feel good Then you video. need to play this video, the climate dude. All right, the climate dude, yeah, all right. Climate dude has something to say here. We yeah. just, yeah, we talked about this a few minutes ago. <laughs> uh, and they're trying to goad him into saying... Well, yeah, yeah. All right, let's see it. Russia's deadly wildfires, the smog-filled cities, and poor harvest are being seen by mm. some environmentalists as signs of climate change. Mm. Let's now cross live to London to discuss this with Piers Corbyn. He's an astrophysicist <laughs> and also founder <laughs> astrophysicist. of Weather Action. Uh, Pause good it for a you. second. Very much good Did luck, he right? just have his finger in a light socket? Is yeah. that what happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot going on behind All the right. scenes there. <laughs> That, that, that we're not privy to. That's great. All right, let's see it. It's live there in London. So what we're seeing here is a drastic change in climate, aren't we? Well, climate has always been changing, uh, but this is nothing to do with man. In fact, we Thank predicted you. Wow. that there would be extreme heat in uh, East Europe and Russia this uh, summer. Predicted it, see? And uh, it's caused by a certain circulation pattern. Thank CO2 you. does not cause circulation patterns. What causes those is <laughs> combination of solar activity <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the state of the, the phases of the moon. But hang on, Piers. Uh, wait, wait, fact, ex- excuse me, just a minute. You say this isn't caused by man. How come they're reporting this heat wave is recognized as the worst <laughs> in a thousand years of recorded history in well, Russia? Well, and uh, well, surely of course. man has got something to Listen, do with this, hasn't he's he? He's upset. No. Nothing to do with it. The only, the only <laughs> connection is man is here at the same time as the sun and the moon are doing things. Um, you see, a very similar situation happened about 132 years ago, mm. where there was the same sun, earth, lunar, magnetic states. Um, there was uh, heat waves in Russia, and there were also floods in Pakistan as <laughs> now. And in the previous few years, there was also uh, floods in the English summers, uh, also 132 years ago. So these things are dictated by solar activity in the moon. They're nothing to do with mankind and those who say that are just trying to make money out but, of but, but, but are we not going to see this like. are we not going to see this again next year, the year on? I mean it's only well, it's quite recent that that's a very interesting question. These Hello. things do come in bursts and we're working on that very question, those forecasts. We mm. did say there would be a series mm-hmm. of wet summers in England, for example, uh, which we've had. 
Now, will there be a series <laughs> of these very hot, hot summers in, in Russia? We don't know. We have uh -huh. to work on that. Hmm. But I assure you, it's nothing to do with carbon dioxide. And <laughs> if you stop, stop driving around Moscow, it won't affect next summer one job. Well, how come then so many climate change scientists uh, disagree with you <laughs> and they get so much support well, for what they say? They're on a gravy train, for heaven's sake. They're <laughs> mate. Yes. Brilliant. I love this guy. Yeah. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Pierce Corbin? We yeah. need to get him on the show. That's, mm. that's great stuff. Because, uh, wow, did that anchor want him to say, yeah, this is man caused. Absolutely. We're doing this. We're controlling the weather. We're making it really hot in here because we're driving vehicles. <laughs> Jeez. And he wouldn't let it go. Mm -mm. Would not let it go. Yeah, but surely, uh, so many <laughs> of these surely. scientists have been saying, yeah, look who's on the gravy train. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so whoever what about him, consensus? What about consensus, Piers? Yeah, they, again, there is no consensus. There was just another letter. I mean, they, they did this a, a while ago. I don't know, 20 years ago, a bunch of scientists got together and said, no, there's no consensus. There's 30,000 of us. Another 40,000 or so just signed another letter mm. uh, about how this is not catastrophic. And even if there is some uh, climate change, that's just a natural occurrence. So, well, when you deny fascinating. climate change, I bet it's white supremacy. I'll bet it is. I'm, I'm Everything sure. else is. Has that not been stated? And if not, it will Probably, be. Probably, yeah. <laughs> if not, uh, it will be. By the way, Ukraine uh, is uh, apparently routing Russian troops right now in their counteroffensive. Mm. Uh, their armed, Russia's armed forces are collapsing in the Kharkiv Oblast after a lightning counteroffensive by Ukraine. Hmm. You're welcome. Uh, the military advances have been described as the most consequential of the Ukraine war as Russia's grip on northeast Ukraine was decimated. Wow. So Decimated. Nice to see our investment paying off. Yeah, it is. A couple of the weapons are making it all the way to the front lines? Apparently. All yeah, right. apparently. That's good. The three cities of Izium, Kupiansk, and Balakaya were recaptured, as well as at least 30 towns, in a stunning blow that Moscow was reportedly not expecting. Ukrainian armed forces said Monday they capture, recaptured more than 20 settlements in the past 24 hours amid a large counteroffensive. In the last 24 hours, Ukrainian armed forces drove the enemy away from more than 20 settlements and are regaining full control over them. Troops also liberated uh, Vasilenkova, and Artemivka in the Kharkiv region, according to uh, Zelensky. These last days, the Russian army has shown its best side, its back side. There is no place in Ukraine for the occupiers. There never will be. No official confirmation that Kiev's uh, troops had also routed Russian forces from Izium an important staging ground for Russia's war effort with a population of around 45,000. But images flooding social media appeared to show Ukrainian forces within the city and Russian observers of the conflict said there were initial reports Moscow's army had already withdrawn. An attack that cut off Russia's supply line reportedly made the city undefendable, forcing Russian armed forces to flee the area in a rout 
Wow. Hmm. Uh, military expert Dr. Mike Martin wrote on Twitter, once they get there, they have to contend with the loss of Izium and Kupiansk, the two railway hubs for that side of the country. The Russian armed forces have been demonstrated again to be utterly terrible. Mm. <laughs> it's amazing. So, I guess some of that investment is paying off. I guess. Uh, Vladimir Zelensky will address the U.S. defense contractors later this month. This is. When he headlines the annual Future Force Capabilities Conference and Exhibition. Oh, good. That's hosted by the National Defense Industrial Association. Uh-huh. Which I think we all love. Uh-huh. Zelensky is scheduled to speak at the event September 21st. Okay. So, nine days from now. According to the program for the event available on the NDIA's website, uh, the Minister of Defense in Ukraine is also scheduled to speak. News of the appearance was first reported by Reuters, which noted that the officials will speak via video link. Oh, they're not going to be there in person. That's too bad. Ah, darn it. We can't hail them as heroes then when they come through and give them a ticker tape parade. Ah, dang it. Uh, But Zelensky is expected to appear... Zelensky is expected to appeal for more weapons for his country during his speech. Ta-da! We need more! Yeah, he's going to basically say, hey, more. thanks for having me at your little conference, you know, Lockheed Martin and all <coughs> mm-hmm. these other. Mm-hmm. Can you guys maybe send us some samples of stuff? Because we don't have enough yet. Wow. Uh, it's just... Wow. What is happening? All this in addition to the... Uh, four days ago, another $2 billion going to Ukraine. Another $2 billion! <laughs> we just announced that on September 8th. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken uh, mm. you know, announced the bulk of the aid while making an unscheduled visit to Kiev. Or Kiev, whichever you prefer. <laughs> in meetings with senior Ukrainian officials, Blinken and the Biden administration had notified Congress of its intent to provide $2 billion in long-term foreign military financing to Ukraine and 18 of its neighbors, including NATO members, regional security partners, that are mostly potentially at risk for future Russian aggression. (laughs) Jeez, wow. That is, I mean, why don't we just save time and money and just provide Zelensky with a massive... American Central Bank drive through window. Oh, you had a little vacuum tube? Yeah. <laughs> right. And he just pulls up, drive your car up, and we'll just load you up with weapons and cash. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Hi, welcome to American Central Bank. Can I help you? Duh. I would like to withdraw $100 billion, please. Uh, I'm seeing your accounts already overdrawn by about a hundred billion so good point how would you like your cash are 20s okay mm-hmm. that would save time yeah just a real quick drive through window give it all to him at one time because it's gonna add up to well over a hundred billion it, i think it already is quite honestly yeah tell joe to put it on my tab i just Ugh. i don't know how long well yeah i do know how long hmm it's going to continue uh, indefinitely. We were told already. Yeah, we're going to just as long as it takes. Isn't that what Biden said? Yeah, until until I'm out of the clear. 
Oh no, maybe he didn't say that much, but uh, that's what he was thinking. As soon as this, uh-huh. as soon as all of the uh, dark clouds over my dealings with Ukraine are behind me, then right. yes, that's when we'll stop. Right. How long is this going to last? How, how long is this onslaught going to last? His right. onslaught. It's going to take. Long when we're there take. till it takes whatever time it takes. We cannot mm. let him prevail. It can take months. It can take years. It could. Could. Mm. You think the war could take years to ten? No, you said that. Yeah, you okay. said it could. No, okay. you, no, you okay. did. No, it could. No. It could. And then you said it again. So, no, it could. Yeah, it could take years. So that gravy train never ends. Nope. Wow. All right. It's good to see at least they've made some progress, though, of mm. you know kicking the Russians out of the country. Uh, so at least we're getting something back from our investment. For at least now, the time, you know, at the time being, who knows what's going to happen later on. Let me tell you about the, the last time we went through a recession. Stocks that literally went to zero. Do you remember that time? Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, Chrysler, multi, multiple blue chip stocks went to little or no value almost overnight. Could that happen again? And if it did, are your savings protected? Why not own something that's never been valued at zero? Gold. Historically, your best hedge against inflation, which is rising like a hockey stick as we speak. Now, the savviest Americans diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from the falling dollar. Do you do that? Birch Gold Group helps you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. In fact, if you have a 401k or IRA that's underperforming, just text PAT to 989-898. And you can convert that IRA into a into precious metals right now. Text Pat to nine eight nine eight nine eight. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on how you can diversify into gold tax free, hedge against inflation, protect your hard earned money. Do this now. Get the free info kit and see if this is right for you. Text Pat to nine eight nine eight nine eight. Do it today. <laughs> Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, Jimmy James, 1776, tweets, How much land is Martha's Vineyard going to lose due to rising sea levels? When is King Obama going to be moving off that tiny little island? <laughs> yeah, boy, yeah. He's, got some, he's got some oceanfront property. Mm-hmm. Not just in Martha's Vineyard, but I think in Hawaii, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah he's, he has like million-dollar homes all over the world. I'm, I'm glad he's getting rewarded uh, yeah. for his years of public service. Absolutely. <clears throat> Such a solid Marxist. You know, he really deserves it. He does. Uh, rowdy introvert, the billion sent to Ukraine is an investment. You might be right. Is There's a decent chance that it will uh, outperform my 401k. <laughs> oh, yep. Dork Brandon t- uh, tweets, it's a Biden family investment, $84 billion in mm-hmm. hush money so far. Yep, there it is. Hush money, mm-hmm. money laundering. Mm-hmm. You got it. Uh, we've got uh, Ron DeSantis speaking out uh, on Joe Biden. This is kind of fun. <laughs> DeSantis tells it like it is. Uh, this is so fun. Uh. If you think about Biden, honestly, it's sad when you're watching some of this stuff. I mean, I just think back to, to some of the other presidents we have. You know, think about like John Kennedy. You think, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. You think about President Reagan, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. When I, th- 
When I think of Biden, I think of him staring like a deer in the headlights at the teleprompter. <laughs> That's a good End one. of quote. Repeat the line. Uh-huh. So, so he's been a failed leader. He doesn't have the aptitude to lead. But I'll tell you this. He ran claiming he was going to be a uniter. And he has been the most divisive president of my lifetime. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. (laughs) End of quote. Repeat the line. So great. That is the Rick Sanchez thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That Uh is absolutely Rick stinking Sanchez from CNN, right? He was CNN, not MSNBC. Yeah. Yeah. He... uh, he had a really he had a problem with reading the teleprompter, and he did the same thing Biden just did. Mm. Uh, three o'clock. Thanks so much, Wolf. Appreciate it. Look forward to seeing Always. you. Good good job on the uh, Situation Room today, as I'm sure you will do. Thank you. Up next, ad lib <laughs> a tease. That's what it says right here. Now I'm supposed to ad lib about something that is that I should know about, right? Yes. So and this is going to surprise you. Really I, bad. Really bad. Really he couldn't bad. even. Deal with the handoff with Wolf Blitzer no. without the teleprompter. That's why he got to the. That's why he screwed that up with mm-hmm. Wolf, and mm-hmm. then he screws up by reading the. Somebody put the template in instead of putting the actual ad lib or the the tease or whatever. Right, ad lib a uh, tease. Do we, I don't know if we have time here, but as long as we're dogging on Rick Sanchez, remember I had this story. Uh, it's gone now. I had this story we talked about from Iceland, and I thought, dude, this is a totally long way to the well. But I think we should play the Rick Sanchez. Uh, volcano oh, clip because yeah. it was the, the story mentioned the volcano in iceland about 10 years ago and i was like could you just wedge this in there because it's so funny he is so bad at life i was just asking chad <laughs> how can you get a volcano in iceland isn't it too, too when you think of when you think of a volcano you think of like hawaii and long words like that you don't think of iceland you All think right. it's too cold to have a volcano there but <laughs> you think of hawaii and long words like that and it's too cold to have a too volcano cold. in Iceland. Yeah, you can't have a volcano in a cold environment. You can't. It just it doesn't happen. So so bad. <laughs> Rick Sanchez. What is he doing these days? Anyway? I don't know. We should look that up. Oh, gonna... I miss him. Do you? I miss him. Yeah, I mean, that was that was good material good stuff. all the time. Really good stuff. Yep. Mm. Just like uh, Brian Stelter, who's gone now. And oh, we don't no. have him to kick around anymore. Darn it. Mm. So where is he going to wind up? 888 thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We got to tell you about this uh, book for parents with some suggestions they can do with their kids. This is unreal. Uh, I mean, they're trying to destroy every aspect of our children's childhood. <laughs> with us hmm. there's a new book out uh the news and why talked about this and about this on friday uh, that apparently there's there's a book called sex education for eight to 12 year olds kids book for good parents according to screenshots circulated on social media uh it lists several increasingly bizarre ways for parents to introduce their kids to the ordinary mechanics of lovemaking. <clears throat> hmm. Well, that's great. 
One suggestion. Well, how weird is this? Why would you suggest this? Weird or evil? Uh, pro- yeah, you're right. Probably evil. Children should watch as their parents have sex. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to say no to that. The book, which was <clears throat> purportedly sold on Amazon before being removed following complaints, said children should be gradually introduced to the ordinary mechanics of lovemaking and allowed to enter into the parents' circle of love before listing tips to get you started on educating your child about his or her sexuality. Here's the tips. Couples can deliberately leave the bedroom door open or ajar while expressing intimacy. Call upon your child to bring or take something away while you're expressing intimacy. Oh, just to kind of yeah. trick them into coming <clears throat> into the room. I guess so. Unreal. Take your child into bed with you and allow him or her to watch. Please. No. Come on now. Evil. And a mother should feel relaxed breastfeeding her baby while her husband makes love to her. Oh, my gosh. I mean, why? Why are they after our children in this way? They are trying to push destruction wherever they can, especially on the family, and they want to see what they can get away with. You imagine how disturbing that would be to your child? I I mean, these people... My adult children don't want to hear about it. Your little children certainly, I mean, come on. <laughs> there's no words. I mean, there's just, no words. They are just, they're throwing out ideas to mm-hmm. see how, what they can get away with as they continue mm-hmm. to destroy our American society. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, nah, let's just see this. You know, oh, no one's going to buy this. No one's going to, you know what? They found a publisher for that crap. Yeah. They, they found they did. a, co- who was the, does it say mm. who published it? What's the, I don't know. It does. What's the name, right, what's the name of the book again? Uh, it is Sex Education for 8 to 12-year-olds, Kids Book for Good Parents. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 For good parents. Wait. Yeah, you're a good parent if you invite your kids wow, in. Even the title. Mm-hmm. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah, let's just see here. Okay. I don't see who this the publisher is. This came out in is. 2017, man. Wow, five years ago. Jeez. Wow. Uh, Where do you go to find the publishing company? I scroll down. Independently published. Well, it looks very professionally done. So I'm sure there's some uh, American, you know, Western civilization hating backer mm-hmm. behind it. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it looks at least the cover. I don't know what it looks like inside, but and I ain't opening it up either. Whew. No, I wouldn't recommend it. Mm. Not everyone was disgusted, apparently. Somebody uh, uh, tweeted, the only species on Earth who would find this outrageous are humans. Think about it. Why are procreation and the naked body, naked human body seen as uh, dirty things? It's, it's, they're not. Because <laughs> we're different. We're better than the animals. Jeez, oh, come on. There's your answer. Certain things are just completely inappropriate and creepy. Wow, that would be creepy and awful. I mean, it's just going to continue. It is. I mean, just just as as shocked as we are sitting here now, compared to the stories we read a month ago, mm-hmm. compared to the stories we read a month before that, and so on, it's just going to get more and more insane. Yeah. As they continue to destroy. Well, we've definitely society. seen that. We've definitely seen things get more and more outrageous every year. 
every year. And, you, you know, you, you come to the end of a really crappy year, like 2020, <laughs> and then t- it turns out 2021's worse. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot keeps lashing out at Texas Governor uh, Greg Abbott Aww. after more migrants are bused to Chicago. Now, they should love this because they're sanctuary cities. Yeah. This is a place where illegal aliens can find sanctuary and not be harassed. Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah. I mean, here's a quote uh, back during the Trump administration from Lori Lightfoot. Uh, Chicago must be a sanctuary city. We've got to stand up to the Trump administration's racist anti-immigrant terror and make sure mm-hmm. every Chicagoan is safe regardless of citizenship status. Right. So here's your chance. <laughs> yeah. We've got to strengthen the welcoming city ordinance by eliminating carve-outs. In other words... The entire city is open to immigrants who want to be here. Chicago. Okay. Lightfoot said that while she welcomes new residents, she has a problem with Abbott bussing the migrants to her city. Why? <laughs> My frustration comes from the actions of the governor of Texas. There could be a level of coordination and cooperation, but he chooses to do none of those things. Instead, he chooses to send human beings across the country to an uncertain destination. That's unacceptable. Huh. It's perfectly fine for millions to flow across the Texas, Arizona, and California borders. Perfectly acceptable. And then we have to decide what to do with them when they get here. That has been a problem since time immemorial, but certainly since the late 50s. We've been dealing with this uh, on the in the border states for 60 years. Yeah. It's time for you to feel what it's like and that's what Abbott decided. All right, let's let these northern cities feel like it's feel what it is to be a border town. Yeah, New York Mayor Adams uh, Eric Adams says that uh, you know, New York's going to remain a sanctuary city, but this busing stuff is horrific. Why? Well, you're right. It, What's your problem with it? It should be the opposite of horrific. This is exactly what you have said time and time again. Uh-huh. You want your cities to be, y'all. Yeah, and you said it's going to continue to be a sanctuary city. Good. <laughs> then here's more. They can have sanctuary in your city. <laughs> and then the D.C. mayor, uh, Mayor Bowser, she said, I will not let D.C. residents live in fear. Well, of course not. What are you afraid of? <laughs> right. I don't understand that quote. What do you mean? Fear of what? <laughs> It's just uh, hypocrisy. And then this is a public emergency when they get a few dozen uh, immigrants put to their city. This uh-huh. is a public emergency. Well, it's an welcome emergency. to the border of Texas. And, of course, Arizona also busing now, which is awesome. And now, now, just like they did with that global warming story saying, look how much it's going to cost these municipalities. They figure out a way to try to get the more people on board. Let's get the fiscal conservatives on board. You know, it's going to cost tax dollars, you know, tax base when, when all this land is underwater. Okay, nice try. Now they're doing that by saying it costs Texas residents uh, 12000 bucks per person that they're shipping off to whatever. We got a rainy day fund. I'm glad it's being used for something here. Hmm. Good. It's your problem now. Enjoy. That's money well spent as far as I'm concerned because how much will it cost these border towns and these states in education and, and health care that they're compelled to provide mm-hmm. and all of the crime? How much is it going to cost if you do nothing and continue just to let them come across our border and stay here? It's your problem, Chicago. Enjoy, New York. And they have a few hundred or a few thousand right. uh, immigrants that have been bused there so far. We have literally millions, millions that we have to figure out and deal with and help and support. 
over and over and over, year after year, it's been happening. A $12,000 bus ticket today as opposed to un- mm. untold millions yeah. uh, later. Mm-hmm. And the cost of, of all of the stuff associated with it that isn't even financial. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about the crime. Like like you've always said, we've got enough criminals here. Yeah. We don't need illegals coming in Let us deal with here. our own. We don't need yours. We don't need Mexico's or Guatemala's or Russia's or China's. You know, that's the thing, too. A lot of the immigrants that are pouring across the border now are not immigrants. They're, pe- they're people that are coming from countries that hate our guts. Mm-hmm. That could be terrorists. Yeah. And the latest um, illegal immigrant uh, crime story flying under the radar, uh, the young mother in California beheaded in front of her young child. Oh, my gosh. By an illegal. Oof. Yeah. Whatever. It's not a problem. Yeah. Oh, American citizens do that, too. Sure. Yeah. Again, uh, we, we don't need other people's residents doing that here as well. That's that's just senseless slaughter of Americans. It didn't need to happen. All right, let me tell you about preborn. Talk about things that don't need to happen. Uh, we don't need a million abortions a year. We don't need uh, to lose all of these children in our country and all over the world year after year. Leading cause of infant death, death in the world is abortion. 63 million babies have been aborted just since Roe v. Wade was enacted. And yes, we overturned. We got that overturned. But now the states, who are the most liberal, are probably going to do even more abortions than they did before. And that's where the Ministry of Preborn comes in. It partnered with us at Blaze Media to help rescue 50,000 babies from abortion this year. And they help rescue these babies by providing free ultrasounds to these mothers. Because 80% of the time when they see the ultrasound and hear the heartbeat, that's enough to convince the mother to keep her baby. And when she chooses life, Preborn provides maternity and baby clothes and diapers, car seats, counseling, uh, and all kinds of things free of charge. But they need your help in order to do this and to protect their people who are under fire right now from the left. So, to donate... Please dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash pound. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. So Kamala talked about the border with Chuck Todd. Now Kamala's the borders are oh that's so, right yeah she's got this thing down she's the she knows go-to. what she's talking about okay yeah. yeah she's the one appointed to take care of this mess I forgot about that here's what she had to say the border secure would you call the border secure i think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and i asked congress to do is the first request we made mm-hmm. pass a bill Okay. To create a pathway to citizenship. The uh, border is secure. Pause it for a second. Oh, we all- oh my God. Uh-oh. <laughs> How long is this clip? I don't see Pat making it to the end. Ah! Ooh, 90 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're just getting so, started on this one. I'm sorry. How does making them all citizens fix it all of a sudden? I'm sorry. We're going to wave a magic wand, and then they're not illegals anymore. They're all citizens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so that fixes everything. That fixes the problem. Yeah, so what happens huh. is they don't respect 
your sovereign laws. Right. 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 But as soon as you... So you reward them. Yes. And then... They instantly... Instantly become good citizens of the country. Now I love your laws. Yeah. 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 I didn't, but now that I'm an American... And others then who see that, they also think, oh, wow. Okay, then I'm going to go up there and see if I can become a citizen as well. You noodled this one out. Yeah. Sneak into the country and break their laws. And by the way, it's again, it's not just the border they're crossing and and illegally crossing the border. Then there is either uh, identity theft mm-hmm. or tax evasion. Uh, which do you prefer? Let's talk about the drugs that are killing millions of American kids right now, like fentanyl. Yeah. Let's. I mean, if you can't get behind stopping immigrants, can you get behind stopping this deadly drug that's coming from China? Apparently not. No, they the can't. answer is no. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, but then she says, so go back a, a few seconds, because I want to hear her make the claim again that the border is secure. Asked Congress to do the first request we made. Mm-hmm. Pass. One, one thousand. A one, bill. Okay. To create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure. But we also have a broken immigration what? system, in particular over the last no. four years before we came in. My gosh. And it needs oh to be my fixed. Gosh. We're going to have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? <laughs> we have... Pause it for a second. A secure- All right. He just made the point. We have two million people crossing the border uh, this year. Is that your idea of the border being secure? Remember, the first uh, thing she went to was, uh, well, we got to make them citizens. Right. Because, see, if we make them citizens, then it's not an illegal crossing anymore. All right. No, we got to make them citizens. We had to, the border is secure because we cleaned up after four years of Trump. Wow. And then Chuck Todd with a little pushback, like, hmm. Yeah. Mm, yeah, no. Mm. Uh, because um, this problem got exponentially, <laughs> I'm sorry, exponentially worse <laughs> when you and Joe took over. It's almost like uh, two million uh, illegals are going to cross. Is, is that your final answer? It's secure? <laughs> I mean, this. I mean, this goes on. This is madness. All right, let's see it. We have mm. a secure border. Mm-hmm. in that that is a priority in for that. any nation, including ours and our administration. What? But there are still a Pause lot of again. problems. We have a secure border in that it's a priority. What do you? What? What do you mean? No, those are two different things. I mean, you might make it a a priority to secure the border, but you sure as hell haven't done that yet. You have not secured this border, and everyone knows it. You've done the opposite of securing it. You've opened it wide. Ollie, Ollie, all come free. We're open for business. Come on in. You can't be serious. And yet, she seems to be. She seems to be. There's more. <laughs> we are trying to fix, given the deterioration that happened over the last four years. Oh, good gosh. We also... Mm. Have to put in place a a a a law and a plan for a pathway for citizenship. No, we don't. For the millions of people who are here and are prepared to do what is legally required to gain citizenship, we don't have that in place because people are playing politics in a state like this and in Congress. On by the way, you want to talk about bipartisanship on an issue that. At one time, was a bipartisan issue. Yeah, it was. In terms Pause of it. Republican, she's going to lie about it. 
and say that Republicans were on their side when, in fact, mm-hmm. we've got all this audio, or used to at least, <laughs> for we lost a machine, the Democrats were all on board with Republicans on securing the border. They were pissed off that that illegals could sneak across our border, have their children become instant citizens. Harry Reid. And Harry Reid. And receive all kinds of welfare benefits. Harry Reid. Uh, Chuck Schumer, Harry Reid, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, everybody in the Democrat Party, Joe Biden, they were Mm. all on board with securing the border and not allowing illegals to flood in here. That was just the early 90s. Yeah, it's 30 years ago now, but it's not like 1812. Come on. We, We had a bipartisan agreement on this. Yeah, we did. And don't lie about it. It was Democrats on the side of Republicans, not the other way around. Uh, but let's see what she has to say about it. A bipartisanship it. on an issue that at one time was a bipartisan issue, both in terms of Republican senators and, and even president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And, of course, she she's not. She's not going to give you no. what side they were on there. No, yeah. she's not. No, but they were. Yeah, they, she's right. In the 90s, Democrats... We're sane on this issue. It's a, it's just another example of how extreme the Democrat Party has become. They are so extreme on this now. Now they just want to make 20 million people legal. Just give them a path. Just make them citizens. Yeah, if we could change the, the law to say as soon as you cross, you become a citizen, then there's illegal immigration is poof, gone. Yeah, it's gone. Yep. And I fixed it. Yeah. You know, you put me in charge of it. I fixed it. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. You're not breaking the law anymore because it's all y'all y'all come free. It's just fine. Yeah. Everybody can come in. Don't worry about it. Wow. Oh, these people are insane. And let's go back to Friday. Uh, Kamala was at NASA <laughs> on Friday <laughs> where she was in fine form. She's good. Activities. Yeah. Today, the business of our work is for the council to report on the work that has occurred since our last meeting across these areas. We will today also discuss the work yet ahead, the work we must work still do that we must to work. continue to move forward. If we're going to be working, then we must work. For, How many times do you use the, the word work or working? <laughs> so, Boy, she is. She's so bad. <laughs> oh, you're going with bad? Yeah, so bad. Oh, I was going to go so, with good. So, She's so, so, so good. bad. Mm. Oh, man. Mm. But uh, good for her to be at NASA because that's super important right now, isn't it? That's what we're all focused on. Let's make sure that we get that launch, uh, that unmanned launch going to the moon, which I want to do, by the way, but I don't know that that's our top priority right now. Why is it so hard? Why is it so hard to even just take off? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a Jeffy thing. <laughs> he, he believes we should be able to take off if there's clouds in the sky. I don't know. That's crazy. That seems like crazy talk to me. Uh, can you can you can you think of this is kind of a dangerous premise. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you think of something that the government used to do well and now is just abysmally awful at in its space? Right. Other than yeah, uh, like other than the NASA, moon, right? There's nothing the government was especially good at. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, NASA's the only thing, I think. I've always enjoyed NASA. I like NASA. And I I like what 
became of NASA. Like most government things are just, they start off terrible and they continue to, to get worse. I got that. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying something that they, you know. It started out pretty good. Right. 50 years ago, 60 years ago. How is it that we're not even. Uh, we're not even at that point. Right. You see what I mean? Yeah. We're not at the point of we that now we now have computers and you always hear this. You always hear this fun fact. You know, all the computing power it took to get uh, a, uh, 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 a craft to the moon is in your hand now or whatever. Yeah, you got right? more than that. Right, more than it, that now in, in, your, your, in your pocket, right? Mm-hmm. 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 What the hell? Why can't we go through a cloud like <laughs> Jeffy says? I know. I, d- I don't understand it's, this at all. It's frustrating. It is. If you can't handle that, mm-hmm. then you need to privatize all space stuff. Mm-hmm. No, don't be putting tax dollars into this if you literally have to... Oh, crap, here comes a cloud. We'll see you in two weeks back here at the launch pad. <laughs> what? Yeah, let Elon handle it or Jeff Bezos or whatever. You're Richard, what's it, Branson? Yeah, the Virgin Atlantic guy. Whatever. Just but give them the money. Yeah, yes. But for the love of heaven, can we at least get back to where we were 50 years ago? exactly this year that's all we're asking for yeah we're not asking for mars right now we just want to see prove to me you can go back to the moon Hmm? and establish a base there and then we'll go from there to mars and let's do that by i don't know 2030 Uh, at the latest if 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 the timeline that we're on now in exploring space Mm -hmm. was the timeline of the old world my gosh. Oh, geez. We, we may have had uh, one contact. We'd be with debating the whether Columbus should should circumnavigate yeah. the Atlantic Ocean or not. Yeah. Should he go across the ocean? No. He's Mm-mm. still looking for funding. Yeah. At this point. Or, or his great, 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 whatever. <laughs> uh, Isabel and Ferdinand better back off. They, they should back off. Uh, he's not worth the money. He's not worth the expense. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's where we would be. Uh, it's kind of frightening. It's like our, our, not only ingenuity, but our, that's why people like Elon Musk stand out. Yeah. Because we used to have generations of people that thought like him, that thought outside the box and, and were innovators and explorers mm-hmm. and looked to the sky and looked beyond the horizon. Mm-hmm. It's like now he is one in a million as far as just just the thought of 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 pursuing stuff it's it's so depressing <laughs> it's just depressing it is it is and i don't we're not using his rocket to get to the moon right that's uh this artemis thing i don't think that's his hmm. yeah you have to have a, a a spacecraft that can't go through clouds right exactly <laughs>